0: Episode 18, where we discuss Undercover Boss, Season 2, Episode 18.
1: I don't think that's right. I think that is right.
0: Really? Um, in which MGM Grand was the featured um, brand, I guess. Um, on, I'm Chris. Sitting next to me is... Robert Kitts. <laughs> I was wondering who was going to. Be. This one's getting off to a rocky start. Seeing my left is Harrison Hoffman. Ah, uh, yeah, we're, and I. That's it. Is we're, that the podcast? Are we done? Yep, we're done. Okay,
1: thanks for listening, guys. Hit the
0: mics. Turn you them can off.
1: Follow us on
2: Facebook. <laughs> slash. You put this on. This is when you drop the mic, right, Chris? Yeah,
0: yeah. dropping the mic. I,
2: I like that. Chris is now also a one-name celebrity.
0: Yeah. Well, Max. Vella is not here.
1: Max Vella. Yeah. This week we watch Undercover Boss. Undercover Boss is an Emmy Award-winning reality series that follows high-level corporate executives as they slip anonymously into the rank and file of their own companies. Each week, a different executive will leave the control of their corner office for an undercover mission to examine the inner workings of their corporation. Undercover Boss on CBS. The show was not good.
0: No. It was boring. It was real boring.
1: It was a little bit, like, I thought it was a little bit boring. Um, there was some interesting stuff, but I, I kind of agree. It was a little bit boring.
0: Like, shrink the show to, like, 20 minutes. And, it, it screw the whole, like, family thing at the end. And you got something <laughs> more exciting. Like, you showed the family at the beginning. Why does the family have to come, at, like, into the hotel room at the end? You mean the,
1: the undercover boss's family? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think
2: that was, you know, I think part of the conceit of this show is, you know, the the boss is learning about the company, but the boss is also learning about himself.
1: He's going on well, I, a, a quest of personal growth and I am, discovery.
0: I am not in this key... Dem- I'm not in the demographic of the show at all. I get what they're trying to go at is like just modern, like middle America family. And
2: so, so I guess quick recap there... The CEO or COO? CEO. President
0: and
1: COO of the
0: MGM Grand the Hotel.
1: Not the whole company, just that hotel.
2: His name's Scott, right?
1: Scott, I think, yeah. Yeah.
2: So you, you meet Scott and you see, like, you know, he obviously he drives a really fancy car. He, you know, has a really big house. Like, he talks about how his kids, he doesn't want them to be spoiled while his son is playing, like, on a regulation size basketball court in their backyard.
0: And his uh, daughter was riding horses, it was like a, a nice clip of that. That's not something that normal people generally get to do because it's really expensive.
2: Yeah, and so later in the show, they visit Scott at his cheap motel he's staying at while he's undercover. And uh, Scott's excited about all the community service they're going to do. And his kids <laughs> his kids are not excited, let's not say. Not
0: pumped at all. Yeah, for sure. They definitely did not look happy. Well,
1: the, so like, the context in that is... There was some woman who works in guest services who, like, on her break, like, on her spare time goes and, you know, takes extra flowers that the hotel has to this nursing home. Um, so this guy was, like, super touched by it and goes to his kids like, hey, kids, guess what I found that we're going to do every week now? We're <laughs> delivering flowers to this nursing home. And the kids are like, god damn it. <laughs>
0: I don't know if that actually is what's going to happen. I mean, he, he did say that. He did. But at the end, he said he was just going to donate more flowers.
1: No, but he also said that he's like, hey, is it okay if me and my family come along with you and help? <laughs> yeah, I
0: think that may have just been a one-time thing. No,
2: no. He's, he signed that woman up to hang out with her COO boss every week and his family.
1: And 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 his terrible kids. And <laughs> And
2: when he was telling the kids about it, the daughter was definitely like, so every monday and he's like oh yeah oh, <laughs> the,
1: like the son was just totally like blanked out he wasn't paying attention at all so he's like,
2: he's like hey what do you think about that he's like what do you mean
0: he was he was playing minecraft in like his, his <laughs> was, imagination his phone yeah he's just like Ugh. do you think
2: scott does this all the time do you think like every week he's like hey kids guess i got this great new idea what we're gonna do Probably. we're gonna like do family movie night every week and they're like okay dad and just blow him off
1: he's just like super impulsive about that kind of stuff yeah,
0: yeah. I, I don't think it's a once a week thing. I'd be surprised if he's not working a lot more and just like not around a lot. Hey,
2: he said this was the hardest week he's worked in
0: a really long time. Yeah, well, he wasn't sit playing solitaire on his computer. I mean, also that mean statement was
1: was probably it's probably not true. He's just saying that for the benefit of the people in the audience.
0: And I mean, there's a different level of work than like. Actually, like, standing on your feet all day where he, like, clearly isn't doing that.
1: I mean, it was probably the phys- the most physically demanding week of work he's had in a while. That's probably true.
0: Yeah. That's what I got out of it. It was, like, this was the hardest week. I was just assuming he meant, like, physically.
1: Sure, yeah. So and and the- emotionally. <laughs>
0: maybe. He yeah, this I journey.
1: I mean, so uh, I've, I've seen a few other episodes of this show, and things overall went pretty well in the m- in the MGM um you know like there weren't like the the worst thing that he saw was that one of the front desk like check-in people on 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 their break went out and smoked like a cigarette in view of some customers that was the worst thing he saw the entire time um and then you know whatever that that one guy was getting emphysema cuz he was breathing in smoke constantly that's pretty bad too but um m- usually in this show like there's some like truly horrible stuff like going on like and like the boss is just horrified, and like has to hold it in. And, like he goes back to his his motel at night, and he's just like, "God, what am I gonna do? Is a disaster."
2: So you're saying like employees being bad, or just yeah. situations that are really everything.
1: Bad? Just like 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 employees doing bad stuff, and like you know conditions being bad, like just stuff being really fucked up. And like there's there's usually a scene which was not in this one, where like. After he's kind of done doing all these roles and and starting this thing, he kind of brings in his like leadership team, and he's just like, "Hey guys, there's all this stuff that's fucked up. You go fix this. You go fix this. You go fix this." And like he starts like, like kind of doing stuff. But, like there wasn't that much that was messed up here, so
0: yeah, that's probably why this episode I thought was really boring. That
1: was, it could have been that, yeah.
2: So do you think other episodes are more interesting when there is more like problems to fix?
1: Yeah, I mean, like I I think that that, that they're definitely more interesting. Uh, I mean, like, I haven't seen the show in a really long time, but I remember there being kind of more interesting stuff. Um, I don't know. And, like, like I, we were, we were kind of joking about that one woman maybe being fired for kind of smoking, but there was definitely, like, there had definitely been, been people before that, like, I don't think he fired them on the air, but, like, the little, like, caption at the end was just, like, you know, such and such, like, left the company a month later or something kind of thing. Um yeah. Yeah. You have
0: like, well, a month later, maybe we have some time to, you know, turn it around. I don't know. Well, it takes I, a little
2: bit to fire someone. I'd though. like those little recaps get really dark. Like, so-and-so vanished three weeks later <laughs> <laughs> and has still not been found. It be it was like, again. so-and-so
0: actually went into a nursing home.
1: Yeah. Uh, it was crazy when that one roulette dealer started talking about Nam, Like, just at the oh, table. Yeah. It was like, yeah, man, back in NOM, I saw some shit.
2: So, I get get nightmares. nightmares.
1: Yeah, I'm like, man, you probably shouldn't be talking about that in front of the casino
2: (laughs) guests. (laughs) It took took a really dark turn. Yeah. They were just, like, making fun of the fact that the undercover boss couldn't spin a roulette uh, ball correctly. And, like, the, the people who'd bet their money, like... He would spin the ball kind of weakly, and then it would land on a number, and everyone would lose. And he's just like raking in the chips that everyone's lost, while they're just like glaring at him because they didn't like how he rolled the ball. And then it's all about Vietnam and, and post traumatic stress disorder. And it's like, whoa, that took
0: a took a turn. And it's all about the smoke in his
1: face. He was kind of pretending that he felt bad about taking all those people's money, but it, I feel like he was probably pumped on the inside. It's like, man, I'm making this
0: casino so much money right now, rolling in the dollars, yeah, dollar bills. Yep. <clears throat> but to be honest. You're gonna get most of the money anyway. Like, sure. There's only there's a percentage of people that leave up, but there's also a good percentage of people that just leave. There's a all reason
1: money. why there's so many gigantic, insane, lavish casinos because they make a shit ton of money. Because yeah, you I don't can't think... win at gambling when they design the games which are not in your favor.
0: Yeah, well I don't think it matters to him whether <laughs> one dealer is like oh, he's that. dealing a little worse and just raking it a little more money. Not rake it in.
2: I liked when he was the working with the flo- the woman who manned the floor and they were trying to sign up people for their incentive program. And the incentive is if you spend two dollars in a slot machine you get a point. If you get fifteen hundred points in twenty four hours, you win like a free buffet dinner and a, some Cirque du Soleil tickets. It's like you're gonna spend three thousand dollars <laughs> at a slot machine in one day. You don't have to spend, in one spend day? three
0: thousand dollars. You'd probably have to spend like Uh-oh. maybe a grand, depending on how much you win and lo- how much you win. It still
1: seems
2: like a lot of money for yeah, a
0: slot machine. You
1: could just go buy the dinner and just go to the show for not very much money.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, depends what how nice the tickets are. sure i don't don't know if they are giving you front row tickets i mean they're not
2: (laughs) (laughs) so one other thing with the conceit to like to trick the employees that he's not an undercover boss was it's a they told him it was a reality show and two contestants are competing to see who can do the roles better and they actually had some other guy that we never really got to talk to or say it who didn't say anything on camera who was also like the other, you know, prospective new employee. And I want to know more about that guy. Who was that guy? <laughs> Where did he come from? That whole what thing... did they do with him after? Like, was he in on it or did he think he was on a reality show and then they just told him he lost?
1: <laughs> that, like, that that whole setup was just so unnecessary. Like, they, like, I don't know why they had to say that it was a competition or to convince them that it was a reality show. They could have said, hey, we're making a reality show about, you know... About a new employee. About what it's like to work in a casino as a new employee. And it's like, that's it, you know?
0: Yeah. the, the Like, it was so weird. It, it was so distracting. Like, what what is it? Is that a real guy? What's going there'd on? Like is this two, a real
1: thing? There'd be, like, two seconds of the guy, like, de- the
2: other guy dealing blackjack. And, like, what is going on right now? Well, they, when he originally got in his, his undercover disguise, you just saw, like, a one-second shot of the other guy. And it was, like... Wait, is the undercover boss's new hair dark or light? Because I, <laughs> I think I saw both and I couldn't tell that it was. Oh, no, that's totally a different guy. Oh, okay. It would have been super funny if he tried to
1: play both people and he just changed the hair and they're like, didn't I just train you like a second
0: ago? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, I no. think he's going to need a little more than a Would he have like, like a yeah, fake mustache off. at that point, too? Or? Yeah. Yeah. That would have been great if he just gives a fake mustache and see whether they notice him or not. <laughs>
1: I, I can't remember which which company it was I watched it before, but the boss must not have been very recognizable by the employees because his disguise, he wore, like, glasses and, like, a baseball hat. And like, that was the whole disguise. Like
2: This is actually something I, I wonder about with this show because, like, I think I have a skewed perspective because I think, like, I know who my CEO is, and I feel like if my CEO came in undercover, I'd know in, like, two minutes. Like, wait, aren't you so-and-so? And, And just, like, the idea that, you know... I feel like, and I, like, we live in Seattle and, you know, Microsoft's big thing here. And, like, I imagine, like, he's not the CEO anymore, but, like, Steve Ballmer, the ex-CEO of Microsoft. I imagine, like, Steve Ballmer going in undercover and how, like, completely ridiculous that sounds. Like, he would need, like, a Mission Impossible level disguise to, like, go undercover. And I just, so it's (laughs) it's kind of hard for me to sort of think about, like... You know, wh- how come these people don't know who their CEO? I guess this guy's not the CEO. Yeah. So so I mean, different- and he say, was new. Like
0: if you took the C- CD- CTO or something in there and like you might you probably wouldn't know who he, he was if you put on like a wig and the glasses or something.
2: Like I guess that's true.
0: And it, they don't say they take the CEO. They just say they take like a high-level executive. So it could even be like a SVP or something. And it's it just a good like point. especially these big companies, I mean, you wouldn't really know one if they weren't in your org.
1: I'm I'm still trying to imagine what an undercover boss Microsoft episode with Balmer would be. Like, that'd be so amazing. Like, it just would not work at all. It'd be crazy.
0: Do you think he would, like, do, like, a software job? Like, sit down he tries the program? <laughs> you yeah. sit him down at a cubicle and be like, all right, you go and uh, build this thing. You know, like, come back in eight hours. So, like, I don't know. Like, he's got a week. You only have a week for this show, right? <laughs> like, yeah, not much you can do.
1: It, like, I'm just trying to imagine him, like, blending in with people. Like, <laughs> it'd just be impossible.
2: Who would be the funniest undercover boss? Uh, like, I feel
1: like Mark Cuban would be a pretty good one, too.
2: Mark Cuban would be pretty good. Mark Cuban would be pretty good. Like, we recently watched The Apprentice. Like, imagine Donald Trump going <laughs> the undercover boss. Oh, my God. That'd be amazing. Like, <sighs> like I'd like to see that. I just, I'd like to see an episode of Undercover Boss with someone like, like Donald Trump. <laughs> and just everyone... Immediately knows who it is and is just like, <laughs> "Okay, sure, Steve." Just having to play along, it. it's like Barack Obama goes undercover. <laughs> <laughs> Barack Obama would be great.
0: Elon Musk, you get him and in, like installing some like solar panels.
2: That'd be pretty good. Yeah. Well, is there any other other ideas who would be like pretty funny undercover bosses? I mean,
1: I feel like Obama would be so ridiculous. like, what about Joe Biden? Joe no, Biden, yeah, Biden would be pretty good. Oh man.
0: I don't know. I think Barack Obama's been pretty good.
2: <laughs> just like there's, there'd be no mistaking. Do you think if if, if uh, Bill Clinton went undercover boss, he'd just be hitting on all the ladies like, <laughs> mercilessly? <laughs> that would be been great.
0: I would have loved to see that show. He doesn't have to be undercover. I just want him going around hitting on all the ladies. <laughs> like he's just going out bar crawling. So you want
2: bachelor Bill Clinton edition?
0: It, you know, mistress, whatever. He doesn't have to get divorced. <laughs> oh man yeah man the show is it was so boring at the end like i just just wanted it to be over so quickly
2: so, so at the end he meets all the employees and he like tells them how great he thinks they are and how much they touched him and he like tries to do something nice for each of them but like he kept doing things that seemed like you're the coo of the mgm grand is this, like he offers one lady to go on a cruise she can go on a cruise with her husband and he will donate five thousand dollars to any charity of her choice. Like, why was it only five thousand dollars? I feel like he could've yeah. he could have bumped that up a little bit.
0: I mean, I I'm assuming that I don't know if it's out of it if it's out of his own pocket.
1: It's not. It was it was from the company. Okay. Saying, but then yeah. Um Yeah, it's 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 interesting because in my experience, at least on on this show, um, the gifts are kind of a bit more sort of creative, unless just like you know, hey, here's ten thousand bucks. Like you know, it's, I mean, he also
0: got a flight. to the He OC did. Or whatever. He did.
1: But you know, it would be like like for, for that like for that woman who does nursing home stuff, they would you know there there have been other ones that would be like, hey, like we see that you know you're you're super passionate about giving back to the community so like we're going to put you like like your new job is like you're in charge of this like you know charitable giving program like for MGM Grand now like that's your new job kind of thing like like they like they i have seen them do that kind of stuff before and it's like super crazy or it's like you know hey you know you're like some low level dude but like sh- is showing like 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 a ton of awesome potential and like leadership skills so we're going to put you into this like fast track like you know leadership program with the company kind of, like they they've done like stuff that kind of like helps their career sort of like in a more productive way for some other ones
0: yeah well the one lady at the bottom said she wanted to be in hr he could he could have put her in hr
1: yeah well he could have but she wasn't that good so that's probably what happened there yeah.
0: <laughs> how good of, do you nearly be bottom level hr person i don't know shots fired at hr <laughs> <laughs> i guess i mean the company i work at doesn't even have an hr department so
2: lucky for you They'd listen to this and then doing it. trouble, <laughs> then, doing all the shenanigans, trouble. definitely
0: trouble. Yeah, it was weird that the other people got charities donated to, it and the one there was like, eh, "Here's ten grand.
1: Yeah, have fun. Yeah, hit that strip club. Hit the strip club.
0: <laughs> I heard you like strip club. I can't say that on a TV, but here's Slim. ten grand in ones. Yeah.
2: Do you take all his sons to the strip club? So he was the guy who had a whole bunch of sons, right? right? Yeah. yeah,
0: I think so. You can have a lot of fun with 10 grand at a strip club. It's like.
2: S- <laughs> you sound like you know, Chris. Can you tell us a little bit more about that?
0: No. It's, my lips are sealed.
1: It's like, you know, hey, here's 10 grand. You should go put it on black. <laughs> 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 try and try and try and and double your money.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm just imagining a guy doing that and then losing it and be like, oh. no. no.
0: What, was the, what was the end of Fast Five where the guys like, yeah. put their money in like. In like Monaco or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then they cut to black. That's right. <laughs> yeah we have anything else to say about the show Like I don't There's
2: not that much to say about this show
0: was this show worse than um, I don't even know what the worst show is right now Celebrity Apprentice Yeah, yeah Celebrity I Apprentice I mean
1: like I didn't dislike it It was just kind of you know It was just kind of boring It didn't really do a lot for me and, You know I, I, didn't, I didn't act I wasn't It wasn't like after Celebrity Apprentice we're Like god that show was terrible Like I'm so glad that's over You know yeah, yeah
2: um i it's agree like, boring. this show didn't feel bad but it also there's no like oh i can't wait to watch another one it's like whatever
0: I, I wouldn't go that far this show was bad like this specific episode was not was bad like it was it just wasn't there wasn't any entertaining value coming out of this it was just this guy was real boring all the like the other people he saw were kind of interesting but they were interesting for a couple minutes and this is like a 40 minute show like I have higher expectations for shows. Yeah. This.
1: I mean, stuff wasn't as messed up in this business as some of the other ones, I guess, which I would mean, have made it a little bit better. I
0: mean, I guess when you have cameras all over the place, it's kind of hard. Yeah,
1: so I always kind of wonder how that impacts the thing because I feel like cameras are everywhere. People aren't behaving normally. You know, they say things they wouldn't normally say. Like, there's, there's definitely an element, like a weird element when you just, just camera crews around, right?
2: Um, I don't know was a good point. It was kind of funny that the, the front desk lady, like when she found out he was the boss, she was like, oh, I guess I wasn't as professional as I could have been by like going and smoking there. But it's like you were on t- camera for a TV show. You knew you were going to be the on The boss TV. might have seen that anyway. Yeah, not yeah, super bright. That's true. Um, I don't know if she has a bright future in HR ahead of her.
1: I mean, that's, that's why sometimes on these shows when the employees are really like behaving badly, you're like, oh, what are you doing? Like you're on, you're, you know you're on TV. Like why are you doing that kind of stuff? It's, yeah, it's insane.
0: That comes into question, as with most reality shows, how real is this show?
1: It seems pretty real. Like, like there wasn't anything so outlandish that I'm like, there's no way that happened.
0: No, but I, I felt like all three people were kind of, like, nice and normal and, like...
1: So I think that they definitely, like, pre screen the people that they're going to be interacting with for, like, interesting backstories and stuff like that, for sure. Like, okay. they definitely do that.
0: That's what it seemed like. And, but... yeah.
2: The other thing is... It said we saw four days, but he said in the hotel he'd been gone for a week. So it's possible there were, like, seven employees he interacted with, and they picked
0: the best four to show. I really wanted to see him with, like, an alcoholic. Like, he just comes to work, and after work, he just sits at the bar for, like, all night. And then he gets up, he goes to work, and he sits at the bar. Like, the Cheers, the cast of Cheers yeah. working at the casino.
1: They, they, uh, <laughs> they uh, should have had him like be like a maid like just like make up like a horribly messy like hotel room or something that would have yeah. been like a good one put in
2: there Yeah uh, he was very focused on the the casino aspect of the MGM Grand and not so much on the
0: the hotel part of it Yeah do you think he has a lot of say in like I mean he's, he's the president of the ho- MGM Grand
1: He's the COO like he definitely is involved in the operations of the hotel Like for sure
0: Yeah that that is something they completely ignored and didn't mention at all they, ever Like
1: n- nothing about their like Like any of like their shows or the hotel or restaurants or anything, like it would would have been interesting if he would have been like a stagehand for like David Copperfield because that's at the. No, for for the Cirque du Soleil show that was M. Jim Grant. That'd be great if he had to be an acrobat in Cirque du Soleil show. (laughs) He's he's our
2: new uh, flying trapeze artist. Oh my god! That'd be be a pretty great undercover boss, right there. I don't think
1: that would have ever happened. Undercover Boss, Cirque du Soleil.
2: So we usually don't do this with a net. Do you want the net? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh... So yeah. do you think, like, they? you know, if you, I'm a boss, and I want does Undercover Boss come to me, or do I go to them and be like, hey, I think I want to know more about my company? Like, how does this work?
1: I mean, the first season, they definitely went to the companies because there would have been no way to know about it, I guess. Um I, don't I feel know.
0: like that the TV show comes to that.
1: It's it's yeah, like it's probably just through like connections for like whoever the production company is for this thing. Like they just, I mean, cause, cause it's it's generally companies where like either like maybe like they're struggling or like they like like there's something that they, like they want to learn about their company. You know, it's not just like everything's going great. I'm going to go undercover. Like that's usually not what it is. Well, I mean,
0: so. this one it seemed like he was new, and this yeah. is a good way for him to get like know the casino better. Yeah, exactly. So, like, it, it seemed like it was a win-win for both, but I don't know how it normally works.
1: Well, I mean, like, the company wouldn't agree to it unless they felt like they were getting some good out of it. You know? Yeah,
0: don't let the COO, like, be off for a week and, and like, not... like uh, And
1: just kind of be airing their dirty laundry on TV, you know?
0: The, the smoking in front of customers, yes, the dirty laundry.
1: Yeah.
2: There wasn't that much dirty laundry in this one. No. But so the decision to focus on the casino versus the hotel or anything else, do you think that was him being like, this is what I want to know more about? Or is that the producers being like, we think this is the interesting part of the thing?
1: I don't
0: know. I I mean, mean, it might have been in the contract to be like, we don't want, like, we have, like, final say on what, like, Dirty Laundry gets aired. So, like, they could have done the hotel side in one of those days. And just like, nope, we can't show that. Don't show that. It's it's literally
2: Dirty Laundry because there's a dirty hotel room.
0: Yeah. The...
1: Yeah. Like it, it seems like the company doesn't have veto power just based on some of the other ones I've seen where there's pretty bad stuff happening. It seems like they don't really have veto power over stuff.
0: Um, I'm sure. I mean, it might depend on.
1: I guess it could depend on the company. Yeah. Um, I mean, because I like I like, like I remember some pretty crazy stuff. Ha- like I think I like I think I actually did watch the White Castle. Like, we, were, we were debating watching the White Castle episode. I think I watched some of them before, and like there was some crazy stuff going on with White Castle. Like I remember he was trying to use whatever machine like packages up the buns and need like all the buns are getting destroyed and stuff it's like (laughs) oh no oh the buns well yeah yeah, i mean
0: if the c the the executive does something bad right like that's probably fair game but if like you show up and like somebody like shat in a sink like, is that something that you hear on TV? <laughs> totally.
1: That <that's, laughs> Was <it> the CEO? <laughs> <It> was <laughs> the, else.
0: No, no. This, if somebody, they show up to a room to clean it, and there's just, like, shit in the sink. If
1: somebody shits in a sink on that show, that's the thumbnail of the episode. <laughs> 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 Obviously.
0: All right. Uh, so, uh, next week... Oh, we already really I don't off. know. What, what else do you want to talk about? So, I think we exhausted this one.
1: So, we can talk about next week, and then I also want to talk about... Breaking Amish for a second. Yeah, yeah. We'll okay. we'll,
0: we'll say we're doing next week. Then we're gonna talk about Breaking Amish. Okay.
1: So next week, we are going to be doing Love and Hip Hop. Uh, I think that this season is New York. So lo- Love and Hip Hop New York. We're doing the current season. Um, VH1's highest rated docu series. They don't call it reality shows. They call it a docu series. Ooh. So, so does that mean it's
0: more fake or less
2: fake?
1: Unclear. It's a docuseries.
2: Was Tool Academy a docuseries? That was on
1: VH1, right? (laughs) Maybe.
0: Yeah, that
1: was on VH1. VH1's highest-rated docuseries, Love & Hip Hop, is taking another bite out of the Big Apple and is back for Season 5. Equipped with our core cast as well as some new faces, Love & Hip Hop follows the stories of the heartache, successes, and failures of the lives of New York City's hip-hop scene. Yeah. And, you know... People on this show have names like Rich Dollas with a Z, or Peter Guns also with a Z. Uh, oh, was, I saw some insane names on here. Does anyone too. have a name
2: that doesn't have a Z?
1: Um,
0: let's see here. I,
1: I'm not. I'm not. I'm not so sure. There's a
0: Phalanx with an X. Ah, uh, it's pretty solid. I, ju- I just made that up.
1: Um, nope. There's, also there's one that's. There's one that's. Mendees Harris, M E N D E E C E E S. That's
0: so. Is this docu series like the uh, like the old VH1 shows? Uh, the one the guy with the big clock. on? He always wore the big clock. Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav. Is this like the extension of the Flavor flavor kind of shows?
1: Like, I mean, so I've only ever seen. So I saw one episode of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, and essentially, like, it's exactly what the thing says. You know, they. They're following some set of hip hop artists, and it's like about them and their biddies.
0: So it's not like Real Housewives. Um,
1: it's kind of like Real Housewives. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's kind of like Real Housewives
0: Hip Hop Edition. So we shouldn't just watch a random episode and be really lost. Uh, Is that what you're
1: saying? Maybe we should watch the first episode of the season. Probably. Um, they'll probably set up the characters okay there. Um.
0: All right, so yeah. uh, uh Breaking Amish. Oh, Harrison, God. what would you like to say after uh going going on the internet after last week's episode?
1: Um so here's the thing about Breaking Amish. I'm I'm absolutely crushed because when we watched that show last week, I I really really loved that show. Like it was endlessly fascinating for me because you know, there, there's really something to seeing people just experiencing modern life and just like modern gadgets and screens and just like all that stuff for the first time like there was really something to that i think it's like you know is was how does this coffee maker work like that stuff was crazy and like just they they seemed like they were so amazed at everything like that was really cool um so you brought the so chris you brought this up on the show uh that kind of midstream you looked on your phone and there was some controversy about whether or not the show is real so I, I did some more digging, and it turns out that uh, the people on the show all were Amish at some point, but, like, the setup of the show and how they left their communities and sort of came to live in New York City is, like, totally fake. And, or you know, like, according to a bunch of articles, like, and there's documents and stuff, but... Most um, likely. Most likely. Allegedly. You know, there's... Uh, Stuff like you know that that one girl with no teeth and the guy who kind of came from the same community like they're actually they were actually like already together like as a couple before the show started, and um, there was like that other guy who was kind of like the bad boy. Um, he he hadn't been living in an Amish community for years before, and he had another wife and was divorced and has kids and stuff. And like there's it's, like there's all this like they there's a bunch of backstory kind of stuff that. Um, just wasn't really addressed. Like, like the setup seemed really fake. Like, it seemed like they're coming from only having lived in Amish communities for their entire life, and then all of a sudden they're in New York City, which is much more interesting. But you know, it seemed like they'd kind of been away from the Amish lifestyle for a while and had already experienced a lot of these things. So I don't know. I I was I was super disappointed by that. Um, Yeah, I feel like I have to. Like, I feel like we have to formally reprimand TLC. Like. They've fucking betrayed my trust. Like as good as Ninety Day Fiance is, and it's good. Like this is not. I mean, not. we
0: have we have to come into here. Is Ninety Day Fiance real? Like we have oh, to really take that as. like Don't a, do that to me. We have to. We have to ask ourselves. That, that's <sighs> a reasonable follow up question. If uh, if this is so blatantly fake, how real is Ninety Day Fiance? Don't do that to me, Chris. Don't do that. I mean, in my mind, I think we have to ban TLC from the show. Like. I, for a, at least a while, I mean, like, I, th- I I seriously do not like any show on TLC we've watched so far. It's been they've all been,
1: I like both of them were bangers for me until I found out that this one was fake. Like, like A Fiance is a good show. That's a good show. I, I mean, it, Rob watched the entire season of that show. I did, and I've watched like over half of the season of that show. I, I mean, I it's good.
0: Not, I have not.
2: So for people who listen. The little slight nine-day fiance detour. People who only watch the the episode we watch that we podcast about, you don't meet all the couples, and you're gonna meet some new couples later on that are crazy, and it's great. <laughs> oh,
0: I man. mean, Rob, uh, spoiler alert, but does the uh, obviously the old woman and the like younger guy that seemed like a green card marriage, like uh, almost like ninety eight percent in my mind, yeah, yeah. Do do they do they stay together?
2: Do you, do, you, do you need the spoiler, Harrison? You uh,
1: no, you, you can say it.
2: Okay. Everyone on the show got married. Wow. Now, the okay. those ones, seems it seems very questionable. Because, like, so Danielle lies about all sorts of things. And, like, she's, like, has so much debt. And she, like, you know, she doesn't tell them about this. And she, like, loses her job. And she doesn't tell them about that. And, like, they get the electricity cut off because they, like, not paying their bills. So it seems like he should really leave, but he doesn't. And he doesn't really seem like he's that into her or anything either. And so then it's like, why, what reason is there for him to stay if he's not here for the green card? So it seems very questionable.
1: But like, of course they had to go through with the marriage because you don't know, get that green card unless you get married, right? Yeah. So. He I mean, goes
2: to an immigration lawyer the day of the wedding to get more information about how the green card process works. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, really, yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. You
0: have to be together, like, <laughs> intensively for, like, two years and or the, something.
2: And the the entire fam, her entire family is, like, telling the camera they have no faith this marriage is going to last and it's gonna, not going to work.
1: Oh, oh like, oh! So, so, so even the daughters were saying that because... Oh, yeah. Because for a while, it was just, like, the son who's like, I don't trust that guy. Man, the,
2: the day of the wedding, the only person who seems real committed that this is really love is Danielle. Mm. <laughs> no one else... Mohammed seems bad. real shady about it.
1: I feel super bad. Like I felt super bad for her. Like,
2: who's the thing? Like, honestly, she's lying to him about a lot of things. That is not the foundation of a good marriage. That's fair. <laughs> so I feel like they're both in a bad situation. I feel like she was in on
0: it. There's no way she's not in on it.
1: She's. I mean, if if you watch the show and see how emotional she gets, like, there's, it's really hard to fake that. I think i mean would you would you agree
2: I can't see how she's faking that. She just seems like a a really strange person.
1: She just seems like super needy and yeah. like just wants like a relationship that works and it's like the reason that she's hiding this stuff is because she's scared that if he finds out, then he'll just leave and like I yeah. think that yeah, she just is really needy and wants a relationship
2: but I'm sorry to digress that back to the the topic at hand i want I want to kind of go the other way on this. Is it so bad if it's fake?
1: It's it's not bad if I don't know. Like I think like like it it sucks when the illusion's broken, because then I can't really enjoy it anymore. I, um,
0: for me, hundred percent. If this is a reality show, and I get hints that it's fake, then I, well, yeah, no. I immediately turn off.
2: So, so that, that's a good point. But like I'm I'm going to talk about something else. So in 2014, I was I was watching some of the stylings of one Mr. Matthew McConaughey. Sure. <laughs> and he was a... I saw him as an asshole Wall Street banker. I saw him as an alcoholic philosopher slash detective. And I saw him as like a space corn farmer. And he's actually none of those things. And I know he's none of those things. But in the actual watching of it, I'm into it. So I think that it this... sounds like in this show, as you watch it, it seemed real. It's only outside it's fake.
1: Yeah, so... Yeah. So here's the thing. Like, I would I would potentially be in for a scripted show that is about Amish people visiting New York City for the first time. Like, I could potentially be in for that kind of show. But then, like, I know it's a script. It's like fiction and a scripted show. But when, at the outset, it's meant to be something that's real and actually happening, I think that it kind of has to be real and actually happening. Like, you know, I I like a lot of scripted stuff. Uh, you know, but
0: I, I I I think that for me, like. I see we were trying to get the angle there, but with these reality shows, like, I want to watch something that's entertaining and, like, kind of is trying to go somewhere. Like, when you're watching all these, like, movies, they're, like, most of them are trying to, like, have statements or, like, they're, like, showing, like, cool, fantastical things or, you know, trying to tell a good story, and these shows are just, like sometimes is none of that like sometimes entertaining whether most of the time they're not really trying to say anything or try to be more than just people whether they're they're usually not actors and they're just being which isn't that great of an entertainment
1: yeah well it's just kind of you know how do regular people react when they're put in a certain situation and that's the whole premise for the thing and when like when the like the whole setup is it turns out to not be real. I think it's just like super experience breaking. You know, like
2: I guess like I would compare it to Celebrity Apprentice, which everyone believes is real in the context of what it is, but it the experience of watching it feels really fake because it's like okay, like watching Kevin Jonas tweet to his four point three million Twitter followers is not like really interesting or anything like that. Yes, yeah. it sounds like from the way you described it. The experience of watching it felt really real. Totally. It, so like, is it, it really did. that bad if during the but, experience it's good?
1: But part of the reason that it felt real is because I was convinced at the outset that these were actual people experiencing this stuff for the first time. Like, that's that's why it was
0: interesting. I, I mean, I feel like Harrison really bit. Like, he, he's, like, really. He of wanted, course. He, no, he, wanted, <laughs> wanted, to, he, to he wanted to believe. He wanted to believe, so he, like, ignored so many signs. That there were was not right. that many signs so that it was fake, signs. dude. You're fucking there was crazy. So many signs that this no was
1: way, real. dude. It was not super clear that it was fake.
0: No, it wasn't super clear, but there were was, was some signs in there that were like...
1: It's so easy to say that now. No. Nope. like, But like, here's, here's, here's my thing, and, and here's...
0: No, but there was one point in that show where I was like, hmm, is this fake? And I took out my phone, and I Googled it. It wasn't like I sit here before each show and be like, is this show fake? It was like that during that episode. I got to a but, point where, like, is this fake? And I looked and googled it.
1: But I mean, like, at the, but, but like at this point, you kind of know how how I how I watch reality shows. Like, like I want to believe that it's true, and I'm willing to kind of suspend some of my disbelief to like 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 in order to be able to enjoy the thing for what it is. No, 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 no. Right? yeah,
0: yeah. That's a, that's a much better way to watch this than I do.
1: <laughs> right. So you know, when it's so clear that it's fake, like it sucks. You know.
0: Yeah, I mean, now it's so clear it's fake that you've looked at it. Yeah. But I feel like you m- could have watched the rest of the season without it. Oh yeah,
1: if was fake. if if you never told me that and I never looked it up, I would have watched the rest of the season and been happy as a clam.
0: Yeah. So, you sorry know. about that. Yeah. I ad- an I asked you if you wanted the bombshell and you all of you said yes. Well,
1: obviously if you're going to ask if you want a bombshell, got to have the bombshell.
0: I mean, it it had to be done. It was for the show yeah yeah i mean i get it like how upset would you have been if i was like after we were done recording i told you that (laughs) like (laughs) yeah i think you would
2: have been equally upset
1: i yeah i you know (laughs) i'm i'm just upset because because now i can't enjoy
2: this thing that i wanted to enjoy like you know now he has to watch vanilla ice goes hip goes amish instead
1: yeah which you know that could be real he, he that guy is it's, that, it's probably, that guy is really Vanilla Ice,
0: and it's probably more real than uh, that.
1: Yeah, it's oh. a, it's a super bummer, and like there have been other seasons of it, and I don't know if those have been more real. I didn't really look into that.
0: I think but. they addressed some of the things. Like if you like, when I was reading the comment, like the stuff that was happening going on. It seemed like seemed like one day they were like, "What, what did you, you had a baby?" Look, look at this post, this picture, <laughs> and then they like. Brought it up on the show somehow. I don't know how they did that.
1: Yeah, like you know, w- w- yeah, when I was reading a little bit about, it, like, it seemed like they addressed like their their backstories more as the show went, but like it just seemed like the way that the in the first episode the show was set up is not actually what was happening before they're on the show. Yeah, for sure. No.
0: I mean, it would have been nice. Like, okay, you're not part of the Amish community anymore. Just like go to your hometown and, like, say this is where you used to live and this is but like then, how we yeah. used to
1: live. But then it's it, super boring because the whole thing with the show is that they're seeing all this stuff for the first time. It's like, man, these people have never even seen a TV and now they're staying in Times Square. Like, it's crazy, right?
0: Yeah. Well, this is why, to another point of Rob's here, is that I enjoy documentaries and they're, like, spent out to be real. You know, sometimes they're not, sometimes they are. Yeah. But, like, Married at First Sight, felt so much like a documentary that none of these shows ever feel like a documentary ever like that's the only one i could say that has like had a sense that like they're just out to find out what happens when this when like you put these people in the situation
1: well i think you're in luck because next week we'll be watching a (laughs) docu (laughs) series so prepare yourself for that
0: oh i'm
2: prepared is, is that the note we got to end it on?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I think that kind of, you know, <laughs> fuck you TLC for doing that to me. That's I think all I need to say. Did you tweet at them? No, I should though. Should tweet that at them. Should give a piece of my mind. <laughs> should need, write a letter. It's like, know. hey, you remember that show you guys made like ten years ago? It's bullshit. <laughs> fuck you.
0: <laughs> all right, Rob, you got any plugs? You can find me on
2: Twitter at Rob Kitts.
0: Harrison,
1: I'm on Twitter at Harrison Hoffman
0: find me on twitter at the chris lorenz and you can find us on twitter at who put this on and on facebook.com slash who put this on till next time